The last thing we are discussing was a Mishnah where the person left the black birds and the next day they were white, white, black, two, three, three, two, etc. What would be the deen in each case? When it came to the case of three and two, two and three, we tried to compare it to the case of Maser uh, Sheni, and we ended up explaining it's a little bit different because the birds move, they can uh, untie whatever's connected to them. On the other hand, money bags don't uh, get untied, and uh, we saw that Rabbi held that sometimes they can't be untied. And with that, we are starting Yud Aleph Amud Aleph, first line in, where it says, if a person left birds inside the nest and the next day he sees them in front of the nest, then it's Asur. And the Gemara says, Maybe this helps When there's a majority or something that makes more sense, go after the majority of cases. Now these birds, they probably came from the nest, but since the majority of birds they come from all over the place. We're going to say the different birds. Amar no Mishnah is talking about a board that's in front of the nest. And different birds come from different places and they meet on that board. So the birds that were in the nest are not necessarily the one that uh, is on the board sitting in front of them. So it's not exactly a Rob Bekarov case and you can't bring any proof there behind Araba Amar. Rabbi explains, our Mishnah is talking about We're talking about two nests, one on top of the other. You probably designated the birds from one nest, not the other. They're both equally distant to what's going on in front of the nest where you found these birds. Not just in a case where you designated from the bottom nest, not the top nest, and you found in front of the bottom one, not the top one, not just that case. We can say that uh, the ones uh, that you designated yesterday flew away, and the ones from the top, they came down to the bottom one. Even if you designated the ones from on top, not the bottom ones, and you found in front of the top one and not in front of the bottom one, we're going to also say these are Asur. Why? Because we're going to still say that the ones that were in the top nest, they flew away. The bottom ones, they flew upwards. And so therefore, in any case, according to Rabbah, according to Abayeh, we see that there's no, uh, that you cannot say that this is a Rov and Karov case and you can't bring a proof to Rabbi Hanina. Now, we learned in the last part of the Mishnah, If you only see these birds, then they are mutar. And the Gemara asks, What are we talking about? That we're not worried that maybe they came from somewhere else. If we're telling me that these birds were big enough that they were able to fly ahead, then you could say that these birds were, you know, flew away and these are new birds. They could fly. Ela bim dadin. We're talking about birds that uh, could waddle. They can't fly yet. And oh, okay. If there's another nest within fifty amot, you still gotta worry. That uh, maybe they waddled their way and they ended up in front of this nest. They made the difference. And if there's no nest within fifty amot of this nest, pshita the mutarin pashut is mutarin. 
דאמר מורכבה ברחמה, מורכבה ברחמה סד, כל המדדה, אין מדדה, יותר מחמישים אמה. Any bird that waddles doesn't waddle more than 50 אמה. If it can walk more than that, then it can fly already. So then, what's the חידוש of our Mishnah? What exactly is going on? So the Gemara explains, no, למדה איקה כן בתוך חמישים אמה. There is a nest within 50 אמה. תוכגון דקיימה בקרן זווית. The difference is, we're talking about it's hidden in some weird corner. So we're not worried that the birds went all the way there. Mahodetema would have thought, maybe, I would, maybe they would walk around and they'll waddle their way in front of this nest. If it waddles and it can still see its nest, then it'll waddle there, up to 50 amot. If it'll waddle and it can't see its nest anymore, it won't walk that far. Now, the next Mishnah is going to be talking about things that are mutar to do on Yom Tov, Mishum Simchat Yom Tov. Bet Shema Omrim, En Notnin Ta'ali, Lekatsev Alav Basar. Bet Shema says, you're not allowed to take a bowl that you use for grinding to cut meat on it. Bet Shema Omrim, En Notnin Ta'or, Lifnad Orsan. You cannot take hide of an animal that you shafted and put in front of people so they could step on it, and this way they could work the, the, the hide. And after the, uh, the skin was taken off, you cannot touch that skin. Unless it has a kezait of meat on it, you could carry it agav the meat. However, they allow you to carry it because of simhat yom tov. Because if we don't let you uh, protect uh, the, the hide, then nobody is going to shech because you don't want that hide uh, going to the trash. Now the Gemara says Tana. Veshavin bet Shemayin bet Yilel agree sheim kitzev alav asar for person cut meat on it shasul tatelo you can allowed to pick it up from there there on out meaning bet Yilel only allows you to use it for whatever you need but that's as far as it goes then you can't take it anymore and Amar Abaye mahloket beali again the mahloket between bet Shemayin bet Yilel is dafka where it, we're talking about the the vessel that you grind with aval betabara garme. If we're talking about a regular cutting board where you break bones on it, that's what it's for. Everyone agrees it's a klishe melechto leheter, you're allowed to touch it. The Gemara says pshita, well obviously, it says the grinding bowl, we're not talking about a cutting board. So the Gemara explains, maybe Beit Shammai will also be osir to carry the, the butcher board, the cutting board. And the idea is you might uh, not uh, use it, and therefore you wasted your time. You were toreah for no reason. Behind the katane aedi. So why did the Mishnah write the word aedi, uh, the grinding bowl? To show you how lenient betilel is. That even if it's a davashem lachto leisur, something that's not allowed to use, they're also allowing it. Kamash malan Abaya comes to teach me that a regular cutting board, even bet I would agree that it's mutar. And ikada amre, and some say. That Amar Abaye lo nitzrecha ela afilu tabaragarme hadte. That Abaye is coming to be matir even a new cutting board that wasn't used. Now the tema mimlach velo tavarala. Maybe he won't use this uh, board for a cutting board. Maybe he'll use it for something else, and therefore he wasted his time and he was toreach for no reason. Kamash malan that even Bet Shemai would agree in that type of case. So like my ask to Bet Shemai lo hashelem luche and Bet Shemai is not worried you might change your mind and not use things. Vahatanya Bet Shemai umrim en molechin tabah besakin etzel behema. Bet Shemai doesn't allow you to bring the shohet and the knife to the animal. Velo behema etzel etzel tabah besakin and not an animal. 
to the shochet and with and the knife. Ubeti lelomri molichin zed shel zed. Why not let them walk to each other? What's the problem? And say machloket the bet shema omrim and molichin tavlin umadoch etzel medocha. Bet shema doesn't allow you to take any spice ingredient and uh, the the grinder to the bowl that you grind in. Velo medocha, not the bowl that you grind in etzel tavlin umadoch to the ingredients or to that uh, stick that you crush with. For the same reason, ubetilel omrim molichin zed etzel zed. Betilel allows it uh, to go from one to the other. And you see, see, Bet Shammai says, we're worried that you might change your mind. If I bring the cow there, if I bring the grinding stuff there, uh, you might change your mind and you wasted your time. So you see that Bet Shammai does worry about that. The grass says, Hachi Hashta, you're comparing? Bishlama, Behema, I understand what the Behema, Atelam Luche, you might change your mind. Maybe I'm not going to shach this uh, skinny animal. I'll go bring a bigger cow, something uh, heavier, something fatter. And kederana, me same idea with uh, with any pot, any dish. Uh, when you nami atelam luche, you might change your mind. You might not want this spice. You might want a different spice. Dama nishbak hai kedera de baayatavlim. I won't. I don't want to use this uh, this dish. I don't want to cook this because I need that spice. Umaytena harita de baayatavlim. I want a different uh, bowl. I want a different dish that doesn't need any spices. So hacha maikalimar over here. When it comes to this uh, cutting board, what are you going to say? He's not going to break meat. He's not going to cut meat on it. Once you shechted an animal, what are you going to do? You have to cut it on something. That's what this thing is made for. Even if you never used it, that's what it's made for. So therefore, even according to Bet Shammai, they wouldn't be hoshesh in this type of case and they'd let you use it. Now, we learned in the Mishnah, once uh, skin was taken off, you can't put uh, that hide in front of people to step on to work it. Everyone agrees you could put meat on it and salt the meat on it, even though the salt is falling and it's uh, helping the hide become better. You're working it. You're allowed to do it. And That's dafka if it's a little bit of salt that you want to roast with. But when you're talking about kosher salting, like that, like heavy salting, they're not going to be matir such a thing. The Gemara says, let's sleep now. Didn't we said if you're just putting a little bit of salt enough for roasting? What's Abayim being mehadesh? So the Gemara explains how Kamash Malan Abayim is coming to teach us that filu asur. Even for roasting, if you put heavy salting for roasting, even that's asur. That's already pushing the heter. And on this subject, on Rabbanan and Mohinet Tahalavin, we don't salt the fats after they're shakted, uh, meaning if you don't want it to smell, you put some salt on it, you know how to do that on your tov, or you don't uh, flip them over to have the air go in so they don't stink up. What you should do is put, uh, hang them on poles. This way, the air can come through and uh, not let it stink. Amar matna halacha kirbi Yoshua. Ika de amren. Some say amar matna in halacha kirbi Yoshua. So the Gemara says bishla maleman da halacha kirbi Yoshua. According to Rosh Hashanah halacha kirbi Yoshua, it's tarich. I need that. Why? So kadat avachamina. I would have thought yachid v'rabim halacha kirabim. Therefore, kamash malan. Therefore, matna comes in and tells us halacha kirabim. This is a hidush. Okay. Eleman da amar in halacha. The one who says the halacha is not like kirbi Yoshua. Pshita. Well, obviously, we always go by the majority. So what's the Hidush? Maybe Rabbi Yeshua makes sense. 
If you don't allow him to hang the fat on poles and uh, make sure it doesn't stink up, maybe he won't shakht and it won't be simchat yom tov. And his reason makes sense. Kamash malan that uh, that is not like Rabbi Yehoshua. Why is this any different than the hide that you're allowed to put in front of people to step on? That Beti Lil was a matir, and over here with the fats, they don't allow it. So the Gemara explains, over there, you can't tell that you're specifically doing it so people can work that uh, the, the hide. It sounds, it looks like something that people sit on. So you put it on the floor, people step on it, people sit on it. No one thinks that you're working the hide. But with the fats, people will say, what's the reason people in material so it doesn't stink up? Then what's the difference if I just hang them on poles? What's the difference if I heavily salt them? Therefore, Hachamim had to be gozer and say it's asur. And on the same idea, Amar Adam Kama Basar A person can salt a couple of pieces of meat together. Even though you only need one. It's not, a, you know, you're working for no reason. would use a little bit of trickery. He would take a piece of meat, salt it, then say, you know what, I'm the mood for this piece of meat, then when I want that piece of meat, salt it. No, I don't want that one, I want this one. And uh, this way, do all of them together that way. Next, Mishnah, we talked about uh, the stores. Uh, that uh, have a board in front of them and people would open their stores, put the merchandise in front, people will take whatever they need for Simhat Yom Tov, not talk about payment. Um, after Yom Tov, they would uh, pay double for something else, etc. And we're talking about those boards that were stuck into the into the door post and you take it out. Bet Shammai Omri and Mesalkin Teresin Beom Tov. Bet Shammai says you can't take it out, because even though it's a keli, uh, since it's not connected to the ground, but still it's Asur, it's part of Binyan and Soter, building and destructing on Yom Tov, and it would be Asur. Bet Hilal, Matayin Aflachazir, Bet Hilal doesn't just allow you to take it off, but they even let you put it back on. So the Gemara says, my terisin. What are these boards? Amarula terisehanu. These are the boards of the stores. Amarula shalshad varim hitiru sofan mishum tchilatan. Ola said, there's three things that we allow you to do. The end of it because of the beginning of it. Ve'eluhen and the Gemara explains. Or lifnadorsan. We allow you to put the the height of an animal in front, in front of the ground so people could step on it. Why? Because the beginning of it, we want you to shacht for Yom Tov. Because if you don't, we don't allow that, then no one's going to shacht. Again, the same idea, the boards of the store, we allow you to put it back on because if you don't let people put it back, no one's going to take it down, no one's going to open their store so people can take stuff for Yom Tov. And putting back a bandage that fell off, that you took off, uh, in the Beit HaMikdash, a coin is not allowed to work with any bandage on his hands, it's a Hatzitzah, so we're allowing you to take off the bandage and put it back on, we're allowing you to put it back on, so people uh, would actually take it off and work, because if you don't let him put it back on, he's not going to take it off and work. If a person opened up his wine barrel so people could buy now on uh, the regal, on any holiday, three regalim, there's millions of people in Yushalayim, we're going to say everyone has a haska tahara because everyone makes himself tahor for the holiday. But that does not apply after the holiday. After the holiday, Amaretz always has a hazaka that he's not a tahor. 
So if someone opened up a barrel of wine on the holiday so people could buy, we're not going to say it's Tameh after the holiday. We're gonna con- it's going to continue being Tahor. We'll continue with that uh, Hazaka. And same idea, If a person started selling uh, bread on uh, the regal, it didn't finish. According to he says, finish. You could even sell it to Haverim. Who are tahor, and you, uh, you you don't have to say all, oh, but uh, maybe Amar touched it before. Maybe he really was tameh. Maybe everything should go back to what it was. We're worried that people won't open up a barrel, people won't sell bread. Therefore, we are matir the end of it because of the beginning of it. And by the way, in the last two cases with the barrel of wine and the bread, Hachamim argue on Rabbi Yehuda. Now the Gemara has a problem. Or lifna dorsan tenina. What are you coming uh, with this brayta? What are you coming to be mehadesh? Or lifna dorsan the hide put it in front of people to step on it. Well, it's a mishnah already. So what, what's the hidush? So the Gemara explains. I would have thought Amai would bet Hillel mishum dehazel mizgalai. Or maybe bet Hillel's reason for being matir because people uh, could sit on this uh, hide. And even if this animal was shechted me'erv yom tov, you could also put it in front of uh, people to, to sit on, to stand on, or to walk on it. No, the reason they're allowing it is we're allowing you to put it in front of people so you could shecht on yom tov, right? And therefore, the yom tov in, the erv yom tov lo. We're allowing you to put it in front of people. If it was shechted, erv yom tov, we're not going to allow you to put it in front of people. And same idea. What do you tell me with the boards of the stores? Uh, what, what kind of hidush? We have it's a mishnah straight up. It says uh, So the Gemara explains. Maybe they just hold. There's no binyan stira when it comes to kelim. There's no building. There's no destructing. It's a keli. It's it's only uh, building and destroying is only with a house with something connected to the ground. And even these boards, even if they belong to houses, they should also be mutar to take off and put it back on. Kamash ma'ala, no. Ola comes and tells us it has nothing to do with binyan and, and stiran, kelim rather. It's hitiru sofar mishum tchilatan. They're allowing you to put it back on so this way you could take it off and, 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 and have people take things for simatim dov. And dafka dehanuyot in dafka stores about the batim lo. But not of houses, meaning we're going to give the heter, but not all the way. Dafka for what you need it for. And the Gemara says again, putting back a bandage in the Beta Mikdash. Also, we have a Mishnah that says Mutar. It says, You're allowed to put back a bandage in the, in the Beta Mikdash area. Over there, remember, the whole reason you're allowed to put on the bandage because you might come to grind medicine. Uh, therefore, it's only a derabanan, and there's no derabanans in the Beta Mikdash. But outside the Beta Mikdash, you're not allowed to put back a bandage. So, again, so what's the Hidush? It's a Mishnah. So, maybe what's the reason? Is Mishum the Enshivud Ben Mikdash? Because there's no derabanans in the Beta Mikdash. And therefore, I feel Kohen de Lavar Avodah. And therefore, even a Kohen who he's, who's not working, maybe he could also put back the bandage on. Kamash Malan, that no, Hitiru Sofan Mishum Tehilatan. They allow the end to put it back on because this way he could go to work. And therefore, the Bar Avodah, if you're meant to work that day, then it's mutar for you to put the bandage on. They love Bar Avodah, but if uh, you're not working, then, lo, then you're not allowed. And same idea, Poteh Hat Havito. 
Same idea with the person opening the wine barrel and uh, the and, and selling the halot on the holiday. Because of the regel, let him finish selling it even after the holiday. We have to call it tame. So if it's a mishnah, then what's the hidush that the rehaba said? So like explains them. I would have thought that. The tumav amaaretz. We're just going to consider it tahor on the holiday, and that's it. And therefore, vafagav deloid hil nami. And therefore, even if you didn't use it, and it happened to be that he touched it, I would have said also that uh, it's mutar after the holiday. Kamash ma'alan comes the rehaba dafka hitiru sofan mishum tchilat and dafka. If you opened it so you could sell it in that type of situation, we're going to let you finish it. But Dafka uh, hit in Dafka. If you started selling it on the holiday, but if you didn't start selling it on the holiday, lo, it's not mutar after the holiday. The ula and ula maitama lo amarha. When he mentioned the last uh, two cases of Rahaba, because I'm not talking about the name that are machloket. Rabbi Yehuda says this. Rachamim uh, said I'm not talking about that. And Hanach, the other ones, the Mishnah with uh, with the boards in front of the store, Nami Pluktaninu, but they're also Mahlokit Bechama Betilel. Zagma explains it. Bechamai Mkom Betilel in Mishnah. Bechamai versus Betilel is not even a Mahlokit. We all know it's Betilel, so there's nothing uh, to discuss. And Matnitin, our Mishnah, the Loki Haitana, you have to say it's not like the following Tana, the Tanya, Amari B, Shimon Belazar, Modim Bechamo Betilel, they both agree, Shemesalkin, Tarisim Beotan, you're allowed to take off that board on your Tov, Lona, Haleku, El Hazir, Dolim Hokes, about putting it back, Shebechamai, Omrim, En Mazarin, Obetil Omrim, Af Mazarin, that Bechamai says, don't put it back, Betilel says, you're allowed to put it back, so obviously, our Mishnah is not like this Braita. And again, what's that talking about? If there's a hinge to the door that is sort of connected. If there's no hinge, everyone uh, agrees that it's mutar because it's not like a building. It's just placing it over there. But on the other hand, we have a bright that says opposite. Where's the machloket between betil and bechamai? That b'she'en leimtzir. If it doesn't have a hinge, aval yesh leimtzir. But if it does have a hinge, everyone agrees that it's asur because it looks like you're building. So Amar Abayeh, they're not really arguing these brayot. Rather, you have to say b'shiyesh le'ensir minatzad. If it has a hinge on the side, divrea kol asur. Everyone will tell you it's asur. It looks like building. That's a problem. En le'ensir kol ikar. If it doesn't have a hinge altogether, divrea kol mutar because it doesn't look like building. Keep liget the machloket between b'shem and b'tilel b'shiyesh le'ensir be'emtza. If it has a hinge. Uh, at the top in the middle not on the side at the top and the way you put it you put the, the door in you put it into the hinge and you close that way and that's the mahlokat betchama betilel that more savar betchamai held gazrinanu we're going to be osir tzir by himself it's in the middle because you might come to uh, to put that uh, board back in when there's a hinge on the side i and that looks like building. Umor Savar and Betilel says, Logazrinan, we are not uh, going to be Gozer, that you're gonna use you're gonna put it back uh, with the hinge on the side. And Rashi beautifully explains both Braithot. He explains the first Braita. When do we say there's a machloket betchaman betilel? When there's a, a hinge in the middle on the top, but if there's no hinge whatsoever, everyone agrees it's mutar. And he explains the second Braita that the machloket is when there's a hinge on the top, not on the sides. However, if there is two uh, hinges on the side like any other door, then I can't everyone would be asur. That's perfect. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.